0: All right, hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Pursuing Jesus podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and today we're going to be answering the question, are we saved by works, and specifically the work of baptism? Is baptism required to be born again. Hey, I want to thank you for listening, and I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by our sponsors. Our first one is Promise Keepers. Many of you may know I am a partner with Promise Keepers. We exist to build up godly men for a better tomorrow. Uh, I encourage you to follow what we're doing. Download the PK app where there's online community, virtual events, Bible and devotional plans, and teaching, some of which I have personally written or recorded. You will be blessed by that. Make sure to follow us uh, on Instagram, the Promise Keepers page. It's also brought to you by Aligned Mortgage. Now, you might be like, Shane, why are you sponsored by a mortgage company. Well, they work with veterans, and I am a veteran, and we also have a mortgage through this company. Now, let me tell you about them quickly. If you are a veteran, and you're looking to get a great home loan, and you need a lender that will understand your circumstances, someone who will hear your story, this is the company for you. They're a national company, and they are incredible. They empower veterans to own a piece of land that we defended come on you fought for your country you deserve to own a piece of land in that same country now i want to tell you that i've never been treated better by any other organization that i've had a home loan through and i've had three home loans previously uh, they they want to help vets understand how to use their va loan did you know that only 15 percent of veterans use the va loan that means 85 percent don't they're not educated about it they don't know they even have it they don't know how to use it Aligned will help you out with that. So go to alignedmortgage.com, ask for Ronnie, and tell them that Shane sent you. You'll be blessed by them greatly. Guys, we have the Overcomers School starting tomorrow. Listen, if you still wanna get in, there's two options. I am offering a reduced price for tuition from $100 to only 60 for the week. If you wanna join for the whole week, you could do it today only for $60. Go to shanewinnings.com to apply. Um, If you are just wanting a day pass, it's a five-day school, you can get a day pass, uh, $25 per day. Again, apply at shanewinnings.com and just make a note of which days you are wanting to attend. I can't wait. That's why we have the new setup, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I wanted a better setup for the school, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It will be recorded and available for purchase later. Let's get into this. We're talking about baptism. We're talking about The work of baptism. And that is what is so important for us to understand and lay this foundation that baptism is a work. Why? Because it's something you have to do. Okay? Now, we know Ephesians 2 8 through 9 tells us that we are saved by grace through faith. Not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works. Lest anyone should boast. That means you have something to brag about if you could work for it in any way. So it makes it clear. Not only are we saved by grace through faith, which faith is not a work. It's not something you can do. It's something that it's it's a position to maintain. This position of faith. It's a belief. But it doesn't just say you're saved by grace through faith. It goes on to clarify not by works. Now, we have Romans 10, 9, which tells us, "...confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, and God raised him from the dead, and you shall be saved." The Bible says, "...believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved." John 3, 36 says, "...whoever believes in the Son has life, and whoever does not believe in the Son does not have life." It uses the word believe. Now, here's the major hang-up. Most people will quote Paul when he says, "...to believe, to repent, to repent, And to be baptized. Okay? Now, here is my argument against that. We've already covered it scripturally, but that passage specifically, Paul is instructing new believers on what to do. One, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That is your salvation. He is the one you put your faith, hope, and trust in. Amen? Two, go get baptized. Why? Because it is a command, and as Christians, we obey commands. It's just like Jesus telling the woman caught in adultery, go and sin no more, right? He he is giving her a command, and her salvation is not based on her ability to carry that command out. Like, do you think she ever sinned again? She probably did. But Jesus was giving her a command. He was charging her with something to strive for, to aim at. Now, how does that relate? Because Paul, after he tells people to get born again by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, he gives them the command to be baptized. It is so important for us to get baptized, One, because it is a command, but two, it is not simply an outward expression of an inward decision. It is a supernatural thing that is taking place when you go under the water, when you share in Christ's death, and when you are resurrected, when you are brought out of the water and given new life. There is a supernatural thing that takes place, but it does not save you. It is a command just like any other one. And because we love God, Jesus says, if you love me... You will keep my commands. And so because we love God, we obey Him. Because we love God, we keep His commands. Because we love and fear Him, we work out our salvation daily with fear and trembling. Loving and fearing God results in us obeying His commands. And obeying commands is not what saves us. It is the blood of Jesus Christ alone and our faith in Him. Is this making sense? Baptism is a work. Now, you might get into James and say, well, faith without works is dead. Yes, here's what James is talking about. You can say all day that you have faith for something, you have faith for something, you have faith for something. But if you never exercise your faith by doing the works, then your faith is good for nothing. Here's a good example. I could preach for the rest of my life that God wants to heal people and that God is a healer and he still heals today. But if I never go out and pray for the sick, then I have never actually demonstrated that my true positional belief of God being a healer is, in fact, what I am holding on to. Because if I really believe God healed people, then I would pray for the sick to be healed. It's not just words, and Paul talks about this. So I don't just come in words, but in demonstration. There is a demonstration of faith that is required to prove your faith. And so, why, while works do not save us, works should be a result of genuine faith. Does that make sense? I'm going to say this again. So, write this down if you're taking notes. Works do not save me. Works are the result of my genuine faith. Your life lived will show what you actually believe. You can tell someone what you believe all day until you're blue in the face for years and years. But your life lived, what you actually do, will prove what you believe. Amen? So James is talking about this um, in his uh, book in the Bible. He says, faith without works is dead. It just means that you can't be all talk. You have to back it up with your actions. That shouldn't be surprising to us. Works come from faith and transformation works are driven by love. I don't have to do anything for God to be accepted. I want to do things for God because I've been accepted, and because that love has struck my heart and has changed the way that I think and live, I now want to do good works for God. The Bible even says that we will be known by our fruits. Fruits are things that you produce, aka works that you do. They will know we belong to Him because of how we live, the way that we operate, the works that we do, right? We were created for good works. This is in the Bible, but we can't get the cart before the horse. We have to understand that works are a byproduct of a genuine transformation, and that transformation can only come through salvation, and salvation is a free gift that only comes by grace through faith. It is your belief that brings about the free gift of salvation. God gives you that free gift of eternal life and that changes everything and you begin to do good works. When I got born again, no one had to tell me to begin to live for Jesus. I genuinely wanted to because I was transformed and I knew exactly who was responsible for that transformation. So, know this, as we wrap up this quick episode, James says that your works will prove your faith. If you love Jesus, then when you get born again, you will go be baptized because it is a command. It is also a public display showing the world, I am not afraid to show you that I have given my life to Jesus and I'm willing to live for Him. There are many layers to the work of baptism, but one of those layers is not salvation. It is something we do as a good follower of Jesus Christ. And on that topic, I will tell you that infant baptism does absolutely nothing. It is wonderful to dedicate your children to the Lord. I have a one-and-a-half-year-old one son, and I can dedicate him to the Lord. I could have a service at church. I could have the elders surround him and pray for him and lay hands on him, and that is very powerful. I believe in the power of that, that dedication and that prayer. But how many of you know that my son still needs to be born again? One day, he will need to make a decision to follow Jesus. It doesn't matter if I dip some water on his head or dunk him in a little baptismal or have every holy person in the world pray for him. He will need to be saved, and that is his own decision, and that will be something that he will have to uh he'll have to do it when he gets older and when he comes of age. So infant baptism, it means nothing for the child in regards to being saved. It is important for the parents, I believe, to say, Lord, I dedicate my child to you. I think that is a wonderful thing, and we should do it. But we need to to understand that when an infant gets baptized, it is not born again. They are not saved. That is a work that the parents are doing, and I know that this is practiced in certain uh denominations and I want you to understand baptism is a work and it does not save you. Amen. Well guys listen, I hope that this quick podcast encouraged you, spoke to you and if it did, please share it. Uh, the reason we get so much traction is because people like you share the podcast and if you didn't know last year we were in the top 1% of all podcasts. I'm talking Joe Rogan, I'm talking everyone. We were in the top 1% of all shared podcasts. That's because of people like you. So copy that link, send it to some friends and family, and uh, thank you guys for listening today. God bless you. We will see you next time.